Hygiene article producers have a lot of variables to keep in mind when it comes to the products they produce. Along with keeping track of the different raw materials that go into producing an article, they also need to keep in mind how consumers view their products. This means being aware of the product's odor, its feel, softness, and fit, not to mention the actual absorbency and performance of the product. And that doesn't even take into account larger trends being pushed by consumers, like sustainability and the chemicals in the products. The number of variables grows significantly when a producer has more than one plant producing their articles, and even more than that when they are a multi-regional or global company producing articles for multiple countries, markets, and consumer demographics. All these variables go into successfully producing, marketing, and ultimately selling a hygiene article, but one that might be overlooked at times is consistency, particularly in their operations and once the product is on the shelves. When it comes to consistency and operations, how does a producer account for different types of lines in different plants all producing the same products, or the temperature in the different plants, or what materials or substrates are available in a certain market, and how all of these things impact profitably producing the product? When it comes to consistency in the product, once it is on the supermarket shelf, the producer needs to account for consumers traveling to different regions or even different countries and expecting to get the same performance that they always get from the product or brand they choose. With all these variables to factor in, there's really no shortage of things for article producers to worry about. Luckily, Bostic is here to help. Welcome to Attached to Hygiene. I'm your host, Jack Hughes. On every episode of Attached to Hygiene, Bostic and other industry experts provide valuable insight into market and consumer trends in the disposable hygiene industry and how article producers can increase their success and reach their business goals. On today's episode, we're going to introduce you to the topic of consistency, what it means, how it is impacted by consumer expectations, and ultimately, how article producers can account for it. Here to help me walk you through what consistency means in the disposable hygiene industry is our guest, Diane Tunin. Diane is the Global Strategic Marketing Director at Bostic. Diane, welcome to the show. I'd like to start by having you tell us a little bit about your background. Sure. Thanks, Jack. It's great to join you today. I've been around the adhesive and hygiene industries for the majority of my 30 years at Bostic. I spent about the first half of my career in technical roles, things like product development, tech service, and R&D management. And then I moved toward marketing in a product line management position, then marketing management and a dual R&D and marketing director role for Bostic's hygiene business unit, and finally fully into marketing leadership. And what do you find most interesting about the hygiene industry? That's a great question. There are so many aspects that I think are interesting, but perhaps one of the most interesting for me is the, the truly, I'll use the word glocal to mean a blend of global and local. I think the, the global nature of the hygiene market is really interesting. There's a blend of multi-regional or global hygiene producers and also many regional and local producers. They all coexist. And I love to see how products, while at a high level, they might seem very similar globally, are tailored to those unique local needs. And these local needs sometimes move to become global needs as well, or they become mature or emerging market needs across regions. And it's, it's interesting to observe and be a part of some of these evolutions. And I think it keeps the, the segment dynamic and interesting. 
Yeah, I would I would completely agree. I, I love the global nature of, of not just the industry, but our business unit as well. And, you know, the global team we have. And as you said, seeing some of the ideas move and some of the trends move across the regions and, you know, starting in one and then picking up in another. And, um, you know, sometimes they don't move as we expect or move slower or more quickly than we expect. But it definitely makes it very interesting and exciting. Yeah, it's fun when you see those surprises that don't don't happen just like you thought they would. Absolutely. So today we're talking about consistency. Can you help me level set the audience and let them know what we are referring to when we talk about consistency? Sure. Um, Bostic defines consistency as a consumer need that drives market trends for fit, sizing, performance, and innovation. Consumers expect that their disposable hygiene products will just work. They should work at all times and regardless of what they're doing, whether a, a baby's sleeping, moving, or an adult is sitting, sleeping, exercising, or skydiving. The product just needs to move with the wear, stay in place, maintain its shape, and be comfortable. And most of all, not leak. Not leaking is is really the basic function of disposable hygiene products after all. Um, they Consumers assume that the products will work um, no matter what they're wearing for feminine care or for light incontinent pads, no matter their underwear style or their underwear fabric. And for, for diapers or disposable pants that are worn under clothes, they need to work no matter the clothing, whether it's loose or tight or worn over the top or wherever they are in the world as we were talking about the global nature. No matter what, um, the hygiene product just needs to work consistently. Yeah, and I think uh, consistency maybe is something that at least uh, on the on the end user side, people really take for granted. You know, you take for granted that the product you buy is going to work, um, but when it doesn't, they definitely notice. <laughs> and yeah, so absolutely. Definitely, definitely a big concern for for uh, the producers out there, and even and some you know suppliers like Bostic who have to help with that consistency. So. What is the big underlying motivation for consumers to want consistency in their products? I touched on that a little bit, but in your opinion, what is that underlying motivation? Yeah, I think consumers want to live confidently, live a normal life. They want to be active. They want to be not restricted by their choice of product. So that consistency in in quality and performance really gives them peace of mind. And that peace of mind then leads to consumer satisfaction, to loyalty, to referrals, and ultimately to the manufacturer's profitability. And to maintain this, manufacturers need to meet the consumer's expectations with every use each time, again, no matter what the the use configuration might be. And kind of building on that a little bit, can you can you talk about some examples of maybe how some materials that are used in the hygiene industry uh, to make hygiene products can influence that consumer confidence and, and maybe enable a move to a more consistent product? Sure. Uh, one example, um, the adhesive that, that bonds a pad, a feminine care pad or a light incontinent pad to the user's underwear must stay in place. And as I said earlier, no matter the underwear style, the fabric, or whether the user is rolling back and forth in bed or sitting at their desk working or out being active in their life, however they live their life, um, the pad needs to stay in place. And that consistent experience of the pad staying in place will make a consumer then confident that there will be no leakage. And as I said, leakage is really the ultimate goal. But that confidence that that there'll be no leakage is key. And an adhesive that helps to enable the pad to stay in place can then help with consistency and thereby the consumer's experience. Another example that comes to mind is around fit. 
a baby in a diaper or an adult in protective underwear pants needs consistent fit. The diaper or pant can't fall down, it can't bind or be uncomfortable. And again, it needs to move with the person and prevent leakage, no matter the activities of the user. So an adhesive that consistently bonds the elastics at the leg or the waist or the belly in place to give good fit uh, will again, ultimately impact the consumer's confidence. That's a great point. And I think we'll definitely be addressing consistency and fit sizing and the language around sizing in our adult incontinence episode down the line. But it's definitely a lot for producers to think about, and it must be really difficult for them to design a product that works consistently, given all the different situations that you described. Yeah, that's really a difficult challenge. Of course, the, the ultimate measure of a product working consistently is based on the consumer feedback, which can come in looking at reviews or complaints by users. Um, but of course, it's difficult then to trace back to what's, what's causing those reviews or potential complaints. Um, so sometimes um, that feedback comes from carefully designed use tests or focus groups where consumers will use the product and then share feedback on specific aspects of the product. But beyond that direct consumer feedback, which certainly isn't always possible and, and definitely is more challenging if you're a material supplier, the manufacturers and the material suppliers then try to understand the important variables that can impact the performance or the product working. And if they understand the variables, they can then design tests to evaluate the variables, and that data can be used to improve the, the hygiene products and the materials that are used. But you're right, it's a, it's a difficult equation to, to really get at a product working consistently, given all the different variables that are out there. Yeah, a lot to think about, <laughs> a, lot, a lot to keep in mind, and, and probably there are, are always going to be new things, you know, new surprises, new things to think about that um, that that producers are are coming up against just based on new products and and you know new developments and trends in different regions. Absolutely. Now you mentioned the the factor of no matter where they are in the world, and this obviously is is in relation to geography. So as we mentioned in in the introduction, this means that if you're traveling abroad and need to get diapers for your baby or feminine hygiene products, uh, consumers are going to look at look for the brands that they recognize from back home, ideally. And if they are able to find a brand they know and use at home, there's a certain level of expectation about the performance of that product. Do consumers expect to get the exact same product when they buy it abroad, or is the consistency they're looking for something else? It's a great question. I think it, it really depends. Consumers in different places have different expectations based on the local conditions, the culture, the norms. And more and more over the last years, products have been customized to those local needs. So products often will not be identical. However, if a consumer sees a brand that they trust, as performing great at home, they likely have an expectation that the product will generally work for them wherever they are as well. And if it doesn't, they may be disappointed. So generally, wherever you are in the world, the expectation is that the products will not leak and will work. But the details of the, the design and the features and the look and feel can be quite different. Yeah, and I imagine that some of those differences might come as a surprise to consumers who see the same branding, but getting a slightly different product in a, in a different country. But um, yeah, I agree that it's probably that, that just base expectation of it fits and it doesn't leak <laughs> that, that consumers are, are going to you know, want to walk away with. Yeah, right. 
Now, when it comes to making sure products perform consistently, no matter which you know, plant they are coming from or which region they are bought in, what are some of the things producers can do to make sure that those products are consistent? Yeah, one of the things, uh, product audits can help provide valuable insights about the articles and the consistency across different plants, no matter where they operate in the world. So the audits can, can answer questions such as, are the production lines at different regions all in alignment with each other? Are they dispensing adhesive at the optimal levels to support product quality and integrity? Or are some lines using too much adhesive maybe per article, which can cause bleed through product waste and downtime, not to mention adding unnecessary material cost? Or on the other hand, are some lines using too little adhesive in some areas, which can then result in weak bonds and poor performance? So overall, especially for producers that have many different lines or many different lines in different parts of the world, it's important to, to understand and optimize uh, both the articles as well as, as the material performance. Absolutely. And I know one thing that uh, I've seen talking with our, our sales team is that there's always going to be those variables or the changes across lines because different people working the lines have their own preferences for how a line should run. And that can change from, from person to person and shift to shift and obviously from plant to plant. So it's a lot for, uh, for producers to really keep in mind, particularly if you're a multi-regional or global producer with multiple plants. But um, obviously, as you said, doing product audits can at least help you identify some of those differences. And, and then work to address them, even though breaking those habits of line operators and, and what they think is right can be difficult. Yeah, right. Yeah, the first step is understanding. And then from there, you can decide what you're going to do with that information and how to optimize the lines. For sure. Now, when, when we're continuing to talk about consistency, we are also aren't just talking about the products themselves, right? You're right. It's more than that. Product quality and consistency are critical, but operations, um, both the equipment and the employees, are very important as well. When equipment is operating optimally, the level of quality and the consistency of the products also increases. And it's important as a manufacturer, you also need consistently reliable partners, such as for adhesives, who can put both the consumer needs and your business needs at the center of their operations. Supply chain dependability is critical for consistency. Quality control measures are also critical to ensure that all the materials, including the adhesives, substrates, and, and other materials that are supplied perform as they're expected to every time and support the manufacturer's performance goals. So it, it really is, is all the pieces of the puzzle together. Materials and design working together help to, to build a consistent experience. And then ultimately, that can drive the satisfaction of the consumer. Absolutely. And as we've said a couple of times, it's just a, a lot for these producers to think about. It's not just the regional differences. It's not just, you know, the size differences of, of different people or users. It's, you know, it's everything. It's everything that goes into the whole process. And you need that to be consistent in order to meet the needs of the customer and, and have them expect that consistency. So definitely a lot to think about for, for producers. Right. It comes back to the product just needs to work. Um, it can't leak. It needs to be comfortable. And what all goes into making that happen isn't something the, the consumer is taking into account. So it comes down to the producers and the material suppliers really working together to, to give that consistent performance and, and a satisfied consumer. Well said. <laughs> well said. 
Well, that's all we have for this episode. Diane, I really appreciate you sharing your expertise on this very complicated topic of consistency. And I really want to thank you for coming on to discuss it with me. It was great to join you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you learned something new. We've got some great episodes coming on topics like convenience and cost in the hygiene industry, and we're looking forward to diving into those topics in more detail. Attached to Hygiene is brought to you by Bostick and is hosted by me, Jack Hughes. It is produced and edited by me with the help of Michelle Tonkovitz and Green Onion Creative. Our theme music is by Jonathan Boyle. You can follow Bostick for more hygiene industry insights on LinkedIn at Disposable Hygiene Adhesives or email us with questions or comments at hygiene at bostick.com. That's H-Y-G-I-E-N-E at bostick.com. We'd also like to extend a special thank you to our guest today, Diane Tunit. Diane is pretty active on LinkedIn, so you can find her there. And you're more than welcome to direct any emails to her at the hygiene at bossic.com email address I just mentioned. If you like what you heard today, please consider subscribing to the podcast. You can find Attached to Hygiene wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.